0: Leafs
1: Podcast. They have won the
0: Stanley Cup! Subscribe so you don't miss an episode on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's Nick D'Souza and Kevin Papetti.
1: Leafs win, Nick. First win of the season, a 5-4 overtime win against Montreal. Morgan Riley's the hero. I'm gonna throw it to you right away. What did you think of the Leafs first win of the season.
0: Oof, That was a a good appetizer for the rest of the season. I mean, that game had a bit of everything. Um, I thought Montreal looked great throughout the whole game. I think that this season they're going to be a real threat. But again, that shooting talent from the Leafs, I mean, it gets it done in the end. The stars came to play and um, obviously it wasn't pretty, but they get the two points.
1: Yeah, I think the two points, I guess, is the biggest thing. I just wanted to see a win. The last thing I wanted to see was, even if the Leafs played well, if they would have just lost, it just would have been so frustrating. It's been so long since we've seen hockey. Uh, I thought it was a very sloppy game, I'll say that, from the Leafs' perspective. Uh, You know, We'll get in, I guess, to the nitty-gritty later, but there was uh, just kind of mistake after mistake, a really bad change that cost them a goal, uh, a few bad penalties, uh, especially the two many men on the ice call. Uh, They did get some breaks, whether that be the 5-on-3, whether that be... I would say that the one off the ref, so a little bit fortunate. I don't think they got a, a ton on five on five, but uh, Nick, let's get to three stars here. So I'll let you go first. Who do you th- who are you giving your first star to?
0: First star has to be William Nylander. I mean, he is a star in the NHL, and when you when you're when things aren't going your way, and like the Leafs today were getting pretty much dominated through the middle portion of the game, and. And they needed a goal, and they needed something, and you know, Nylander stepped up, and that's why you don't trade those types of players. So hopefully, we don't hear any trade Willie things because I mean, today he just showed his worth as he has through the most of his career. Yeah. Uh, who's I, your first star?
1: Well, you picked Nylander, so I'll go other. I'll go someone else, I guess. Um, can't pick the same guy this year. That's that's a rule. But that's just rule. on just on Nylander, uh, I'm just gonna say first goal was a bit. Weak, I guess. Like, it was just a kind of a weak point shot off the face faceoff. Um, a, a really nice power play goal. Uh, a nice assist on the VZ goal. Now, it was off the ref. But uh, I just thought he played a well-rounded game. He had a, a nice shift late, I believe in overtime, where he had a really a good takeaway. Uh, just seemed like the most dangerous player on the ice for the Leafs all night. Uh, I didn't think that the Leafs got a ton going at 5-on-5 five five in particular. But uh, anytime you have two goals, one assist you're well deserving of a first star. So I did think he was the best leaf tonight, but since you took him, I am going to go, Oh, who should I go here? I'm going to go, this is going to surprise some people, but I got to go Morgan Riley. He was the OT hero. I feel like just the two points itself makes him a star. Um, So I'll go with him. I thought he was a bit weak defensively at times. It looked like, Um, but you know, the offense is always there with him and, uh, he, he jumped up the ice with Tavares there in overtime and, and took full advantage. So uh, a little bit results biased there, but I'll, I'll go Riley. What'd you think of his game?
0: Uh, yeah. Riley was a bit of a mixed bag, obviously with the puck. I thought he was great. He was jumping up into the play. He was making plays and obviously he got the game winner without the puck. I thought he, he didn't have a very good game today. Like obviously he got walked from by Nick Suzuki. Suzuki. It was a great yeah. move, but uh, not nice to see. And also just some like, questionable decisions. There was one play actually in the third where Brody stepped up and Riley also stepped up, and it was like a wide-open breakaway for it. I think it was Philip Deneau um, and Marner had to come back and kind of bail Riley out, but uh, that's just something I don't want to see. I mean, it, it almost gave me kind of the, the flashbacks to the Barry-Riley pairing from last year, but I mean, he's the OT winner, so I can't really blame you with that pick. Uh, with the second star, I will go with Matthews. I thought he was great tonight. I thought that in the third period, he was one of the best Leafs. He was looking like he wanted to make a difference. And, uh, you know, he gets the points for his efforts tonight.
1: Yeah. I mean, no goals for him. That's a bit of a, a rarity. That's a shanker. And first, I, th- I think this is the first time in the first game of the season he hasn't scored. So that's a bit of a, a little bit of a surprise, but he did have the assist. Uh, the I don't assist, remember which yeah. one that was on. Uh, it was on the
0: Riley. Oh really? He he made the backhand pass. Yeah, he he made a nice defensive play. Then then um, a backhand like turnaround pass to Tavares that led the to the two on one.
1: Oh well, okay. He had seven shots on goal, so I mean he did he did split the defense in the third. Uh, Obviously, you know it's just a matter of time if he's getting seven shots a game, he's going to score. So um, yeah, goals aren't there, but I thought he played fine. I thought this I thought that line was pretty good in the first. I think it was a little bit. Uh, quiet in the second and the third until they you know switch Hyman on, but we'll get to we'll get to the full line later. We'll get
0: to that. Yeah,
1: I'll go my second star Frederick Anderson. I think that's another surprise. Um, he did allow four goals tonight. I thought the Leafs were kind of brutal in front of him. Um, like I hate analyzing goalies, especially after they give up four goals, because everyone's like, "Well, you got to stop one of them." But like some of those goals is like, "What do you want him to do?" I think he could have done better on that Anderson goal in the third. Um, but they completely left him out to dry on the Thomas Tatar goal, uh, where Justin Hall went out for a change as the right shooting defenseman when the the Habs had the puck and it was barely in their, in their blue line. So it was just like the worst, the worst change of all time. Uh, they had that too many men on the ice call that was really sloppy that led to a goal. Uh, that was a weird one where, you know, it took a weird bounce. Suzuki has the open net, um, and I thought Anderson had a really nice shot. So, like, I, I, I didn't think he was as bad as the stat line indicated tonight. I do get the thing, like, you need to stop from your goalie. You'd like to have the one in the breakaway, or I, I think you might want to have that Anderson one. But he did come up clutch in overtime. He did stop a breakaway in overtime. And I feel like I got to give him credit for the Leafs getting two points tonight instead of one. So, uh, just, I guess, largely from the overtime play, I'll, I'll give him my second star. Any thoughts on Anderson, or you want to jump into your third
0: Uh, I've been a big critic of Anderson when I think it's necessary. I don't think it is tonight, as you said. Yeah, he could have saved the Anderson one, but uh, I thought even throughout the game, maybe he looked a little like he was fighting the puck. But he came up big on a a number of occasions tonight, and obviously in the overtime, he's the only one of the main reasons why the Leafs won. It was it was back and forth hockey um, throughout the whole of overtime. So uh, not a bad pick at all. Third star, I'll just I'll I'll keep it simple here. Wayne Simmons. um, Wow. You know, uh, I don't think that's the reason why the Leafs won tonight. I know that those were some takes that were that were flying on Twitter today, but um, you know, I loved that fight. I thought he he was a pretty he was pretty good throughout the game, um, and and yeah, I mean, just cool to have him on the team. Like he, he's he's awesome.
1: Okay, there were a few uh, for my, I guess my third star. So
0: you got to pick one. I'm gonna or... go
1: off the board. Nice. I know Tavares had three points. I feel like I should pick him. But I want to go off the board. I'm gonna give it to someone who was playing their first game as a Leaf, and I'm gonna give that to TJ Brody. I thought he was just solid, and the main reason I'm it's this simple, Nick. When he's on the ice, I am not scared out of my mind. Yeah. So uh, I'll just say I didn't think Muzzin looked good tonight. Uh, obviously, we'll get to Bogosian in a minute here. I didn't think he looked good tonight. Oh, we'll get that. Uh, Dermot was Dermot was a bit shaky, um, but. Brody played some pretty big minutes, 22 minutes in his debut. Uh, It looked fine on the power play, played on the penalty kill. Uh, I think he, it's just nice to see Morgan Riley with a partner. Uh, I do think, you know, you need to see a little bit more from Riley defensively, but I was just so happy to see Brody, or I guess to see Riley with a partner, and I did watch the Pittsburgh game before and watched Cody Ceci, so... I think just the difference is why I'm giving him my third star. So apologies to Tavares, but that's the way I went. What did you think of that choice?
0: I I don't think that you should even be apologizing for that. Oh, maybe to Tavares, actually. You got three points. But um, I thought Brody was great. I thought he was probably one of their best defensemen tonight in terms of the shot share. um, He was one of the better Leafs tonight, and I thought he was a big reason for that, um, especially at five-on-five. So I think that's a great pick.
1: Okay, I'm going to give you the floor here for next topic. So... We can talk forwards. There's a lot of new faces. We can get the Bogosian out of the way if you'd like. Yeah. Or I didn't think I didn't think the Leafs are great on five of five. So what do you want oh, to start neither,
0: with? Yeah, neither did I. Um, let's start. Let's just get Bogosian out of the way. I mean, you and I we had this podcast last week and we were talking about and the last podcast we talked about this about not making it easier for your opponents. And I thought starting Bogosian tonight against a Montreal team that I think the Leafs are a lot more skilled than. Um, I wanted them to to start Dermot versus Lettinen, They didn't go with that, and I thought it burned them, especially early in that game. Uh, I thought Bogosian looked like he was just, you know, with the puck. He had so much trouble moving it. Um, the first goal, obviously, he took the penalty there. The second goal, I thought that I didn't think the penalty was directly his fault, but I thought that it was such an like an avoidable play in general. Like all he had to do was he had so much time. All he had to do was step up. You know, even gain the red line and dump the puck in. Uh, instead, it felt like he kind of handcuffed uh, Mikheyev there. But I, I just thought he looked a step behind. I, I think that he's going to be okay to to play in some games, but not tonight against a team like Montreal.
1: Yeah. I think anytime you take two penalties, you're going to be on the on the bad list, um, plain and simple. Uh, There's also two on one pretty early. I thought that pairing looked pretty shaky all night. Um, I didn't mind starting Bogosian. I'm willing to give him a chance. Uh, i'll give him more than one game before i you know cast him aside um but definitely not the best start obviously the holding penalty on oncockneymi uh he had that penalty in the first i don't know like definitely not what you wanted to see you kind of wanted him just you honestly you just w- didn't want to notice him tonight and you did for bad reasons so you know he's supposed to be the big help on the penalty kill but he can't help them if he's in the box uh, i i expect him to play next game against ottawa I don't know what they're going to do with in here because to get him on the roster, you probably have to put Dell on waivers. Um, so it's going to be a bit of a tricky situation, just you know, managing the salary cap here. But um, we'll see what happens on that front. Um, I'm willing to give him more of a chance, especially on the third pair. Like I don't think he's going to kill you, uh, but definitely not a great start tonight. I think we can we can agree there. Yeah,
0: he almost did. I mean, <laughs> he yeah uh, yeah when when Bogosian was on the ice tonight. Like the Leafs didn't look very good at all. Like he only played ten minutes at five on five, but just looking at it now, like shot attempts four is six, shot attempts against fourteen, goals against one. Like when he was on the ice, they were getting smoked tonight, and then the two penalties obviously didn't help. And you know I said before that Bogosian was going to help this penalty kill, but he can't help that penalty kill if he's he's in uh, the box. But you know I don't want to harp on it too much to be honest. I mean they got the win tonight. It's Like you said, it's the third pair, and and they have options to replace them. But uh, I guess this is my one major beef with it. But I think let's move on to the forwards. And I think the kind of the the main topic that I I know that you want to talk about it, I definitely want to talk about it, and that's that first line uh, with Marner, Matthews, and Thornton. What did you think of them tonight?
1: I thought they had a good first period, honestly. After that, I was just missing Hyman on the forecheck. I don't mind Thornton there. The problem is I want at least him or VZ move down. Like, just one of them. Put Hyman in the top six. I don't care if he's with Tavares. I don't care if he's with Matthews. But one of them, I think Hyman's got to be there. He just adds so much on the four check. He gets to the net. He just kind of wreaks havoc. Uh, Like, it just seems like the defense panics when he's out there. And you could really tell the difference between Thornton and Hyman. They're complete opposites. You know, normally when the puck gets dumped in, Hyman's the first guy on it, and he's there in a, in a flash. And Thornton's the exact opposite. It's obviously not the best skater. Uh, I did think they look good in the first. They can obviously pass. It's just kind of weird because, you know, Matthews is the only scoring threat on that line. I don't really want Marner shooting more, to be honest. Um, so I don't know how long that lasts. Uh, I do like having Thornton around, uh, you know, in some capacity. I don't know if it's him that I want to move down or VZ. I, I thought both of them are a bit weak. You no, know, VZ scored. Um, what did you think? A on Thornton, I guess. B on VZ.
0: Yeah. Um. So with Thornton, I just thought it was a bit awkward. I thought that he was a little bit behind the play, at all times. Like we talked about the four check on. The, it was either the last podcast or the episode before that, and he was the F three tonight on the four check. But I just didn't think that. Like by the time he got there, like the the Leafs, you know, mainly Marner and Matthews were already out already outmanned and they kind of already lost the puck by the time he got there um and then on the back check like he's just not that fast at back checking so it'd mostly be Marner and Matthews having to do those duties so I just felt like he was a step behind all night um I want to see going forward like you said like I don't mind seeing that line but it has to be in kind of the 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 right times like if they're behind a goal, then yeah, give it an offensive zone start here and there. But I do want to see Hyman in that top six. I think just in that third period, it just looked a lot more. It looked like the three of them know what they're doing. They all have a defined role. Hyman's role is almost perfect to play with Matthews and Marner. So again, like I would like to see that as the staple, as like the staple first line. And then you throw out Thornton, Matthews, and Marner on offensive zone starts from here and there. That's what I would like to see. But I, I expect them to at least give that top line with Thornton there, kind of the at least the next two games.
1: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. One thing I was looking at before the game, I was curious, was Thornton's ice time versus Tavares, because neither of them kill penalties. Um, Thornton's on the first line when Tavares is on the second, and then Thornton's on the first power play unit when Tavares is on the second. So just logically, you would think maybe Thornton gets more ice time, which would be a bit weird. So tonight, Tavares ended up with 19-27, Thornton with 17-30, so about two minutes difference. I think Tavares got, what, two shifts in overtime? Thornton got none. And then I guess the five-on-three, like, you want a shooter out there, so, you know, they they, they loaded up their, their unit there. That's really the, the only difference. Like, Thornton's playing a ton at 41 years old. It's going to be a pretty condensed schedule. I don't know how long that lasts. You know, I don't mind it for some offensive zone starts. Uh, again, I thought it was good in the first, but I do want Hyman in the top six on one of those lines, like either before checking for, you know, Matthews Marner or Tavares Nylander, one of the two, because we know that works. It's always been successful. I don't know why they go off of it. What'd you think of Jimmy Vesey? Cause he's kind of the other one in the top six playing on the left side. I know we got the goal, you know, was a kind of assist from the ref, a bit of a break, but what'd you think of his overall game?
0: I thought he was better than Thornton if we're comparing the two. Um, I I definitely noticed VZ a lot more. I thought he like kind of partake in the cycle and he was a little bit better on the back check definitely than Thornton. Um, again, like they're in experimentation mode. Um, even when Keith was talking about the preseason, he said that he had to use these first couple games, um, to, to kind of experiment with the lines. So I didn't really mind this line as much. I personally would rather see Mikheyev there, but obviously they're working towards this third line being a checking line. Uh, to go up against top competition, so I felt like through the first half, and I don't know if this is a bit of a hot take, but it felt like kind of the same problem that they had last year, where it was just very top six, bottom six. Like if the top two lines weren't on, you were just kind of hoping that time went by. Like I never thought that that Simmons, Petza, Berbanov line, and and they didn't really get too much ice time at five on five, um, but I never thought that they were kind of particularly dangerous and. I thought that the Mikheyev, Kerfoot, and Hyman line together, I didn't think they were very dangerous either. It just kind of seemed like they were just wasting time. Um, you know, They weren't getting scored on, but they also weren't scoring themselves. So um, yeah, I guess the answer would be to, to kind of strengthen that, that top line by putting Hyman there and then trying Thornton on the third line. But it just felt like it was very top six, bottom six, especially for the first two periods.
1: Yeah, I agree with you completely there. Um, the bottom six is a concern for me, especially scoring wise. Yeah. It was a weird game because Montreal doesn't really have a clear defined first line that like Edmonton has, or Vancouver has with like a McDavid Pedersen. So I am kind of curious to see who Kerfoot matches up against in those games. Uh, you know, next two games against Ottawa, I'm not sure we'll really get a great sense either, but you know, that Kerfoot, makayev Hyman line doesn't have a lot of offense. I think, you know, they have great workers on that line. They can, you know, sustain some cycle time. But I don't really know how much scoring we're expecting from that line. And then the fourth line, again, like Simmons isn't the best 5-on-5 player. He had a pretty good chance today where he just missed the net. Um, You know, I prefer Spets on the wing, though I'm fine with him as the fourth-line center. Barabanov is, you know, a good worker, but I don't know how much he's going to score. So, yeah, it feels like when they're not on the ice, they're just trying to kill time, which, you know, it's something. But if you are going to play like that, I want to see a more dominant top six. And with with Thornton and VZ there, it doesn't seem like they have like uh, any dominant line. Like it seems like they have two dominant players with someone who shouldn't really be there right now. Um, it's not like they're you know the, the old Boston Bruins with Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak. It's 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 not that. So um, I do think the, the lineup needs some tweaks. Um, I I actually thought Thornton was a bit better than VZ's, particularly in the first. Uh, I thought VZ got a bit lucky there at the end um got a couple nice chances off of bounces but you know I wasn't too impressed with VZ to be honest and if I'm Nick Robertson I'm watching that game I think that's a good game for Nick Robertson I didn't think Barabanov you know he didn't get many minutes so he didn't really stand out um VZ I didn't think was great so you know if I'm him instead of I know they're calling it the stay ready squad I think it's the you know stay really ready squad at this point for Robertson so I don't know I just feel like there's a lack of scoring depth I think I think we're on the same page there
0: yeah that's exactly what I was gonna bring up next uh in terms of Robertson like it's weird to watch this Leafs team as like today I guess um because to me this is one of the slowest Leafs teams we've had in the past now Big I think they're, i I think they're better at dictating tempo to a certain extent like well tonight they they had trouble at that in, in huge stretches, but this is easily the slowest Leafs team we've ever seen, like even on the back end um Like Muzzin isn't particularly too fast. I was
1: just going to say that Muzzin looks so slow out there.
0: I thought Justin Hall, like even now I'm not as like, I I think a lot of people are quite low on Hall. I I thought him and Muzzin were okay today. Um, You know, I didn't think they were that much worse than the rest of the Leafs per se, but just in terms of skating, like, like Justin Hall, when he was on the Marlies felt so mobile, even like when he started to, to get big minutes with the Leafs, like, he looked so mobile and I don't know what happened um even in the Columbus series, I thought that his skating it kind of no, I kind of noticed that his skating looked just off and it's kind of carried into the season but um yeah, easily the slowest team like and then you add Bogosian, and they've added Simmons and, and Thornton. Thornton obviously and spezza like it's it's a lot slower of a team so when you have a, the Habs who are a pretty quick team like they're getting beat to a lot of pucks and, and losing quite a bit of battles because of that. So it's def- definitely different to see this, this Leafs team this year.
1: Yeah. I don't want to overreact, A, because there's no preseason, so they did look sloppy, and B, because Montreal's a really good 5-on-5 team. Like you, exactly. you normally beat them in the special teams battle. Uh, the penalty kill wasn't very good tonight. There were a couple interesting things. I think you know Matthews started the one penalty kill, taking the face-off, and then Spets started another one, just face-off, get-off, um, right. which was, which was interesting. I don't mind it. You know, Manny Malholtra is that's his special, so maybe he's brought that to the team. Yeah. So that'll be something that gets to watch for in the future. Um, obviously with Nova Gojan on, on two of the penalty kills, it was you know, you didn't really get to see the full penalty kill experience. I don't think you really want Morgan Riley out there every time. But um, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I, I do think that I don't know if it's Banoff who comes out or VZ who comes out, but I could really go for a little bit more scoring punch in the bottom six, and Nick Robertson can, some speed. as we saw, he's got some speed, and obviously he can change the game with one shot. We saw that in the scrimmage, so I, I just think I would like to see him sooner than later. I know they want to give Berabanov a chance. I know they want to give Vizi a chance. So maybe it's not, maybe it's like a, you know, a week or two before it happens. But um, unless they start playing better, I, I, I do think. You know I want to see Robertson kind of sooner than later um the ice time tonight is kind of kind of crazy and some I know it was overtime but Riley played 28 and a half minutes um Brody I guess Brody was 22 minutes but Marner close to 25 Matthews over 25. you know Keith didn't really hold back here
0: yeah uh looking at looking at five on five like like Matthews is playing more than he was second most on the team behind Riley like he played more than Brody tonight. So I feel like we knew that Keith was going to kind of play the big horses. Um, he kind of did that as soon as he took over and into the playoffs last year. But I thought Bear Banov wasn't that bad today. Like, the shot share kind of isn't in his favor. And, and he played the least out of all forwards. But I didn't think he was that bad. Like, if, if I'm making changes to this team, it wouldn't be to take him out. I thought he looked okay today.
1: Yeah, I... He only played two forty through forty minutes, so he's just barely playing. I think he played pretty much that in the third. He stays out there more.
0: Yeah, a he, reminds bad, he reminds me of
1: He reminds me of Teamishov. Like he's, uh, yeah. he's kind of that size. He wins battles. I don't think he's going to score a ton. Um, like he he's fine in the NHL. I don't think he's like out of place. But I don't know, you know, if, if he's the best fit on that line or, or you know, I don't think he's a huge game changer or anything. So I wouldn't be so like. I don't have a strong opinion, like him versus VZ, on who comes out when that happens. Obviously, they're probably going to get a few games here to, to kind of determine that. But um, I thought he was fine. Like, I think he's going to win battles, get on the 4-check. I like his game. Like, almost like a Trevor Moore light at times, it seems. Um, but we'll see what, what happens there. You know, it wasn't a bad start for him. He just didn't really get much ice time.
0: Yeah. It almost seems like we're, we're being... I don't want to say negative but like they got the two points at the end of the day and and i think a lot of people like montreal's a good team last year they were a top five teams in terms of five on five shot share like and this was kind of the story about them last year they outplayed teams on many nights last year and didn't get the two points the leafs didn't outplay teams it's not like they you know under keith they were better but tonight obviously their their shooting talent comes in comes in handy and they get the two points so from that point of view it was a kind of a predictable game. Um, but, and then the other thing is, you know, when we're talking about, you know, these issues with the lineups, with the Leafs, it's not like they don't have the players to potentially change that. Like they have Hyman there to put on that first line. We know that works. Problem solved. When it comes to the defense, like they have Mikko and they have Rasmus Sandin that can jump in and like, the, you know, it's just game one. They got the two points and, and that's kind of the end of the story. Like, you know, we weren't going to expect a, a perfect game, and, and Montreal's a good team at the end of the day. So, um, so yeah,
1: yeah, I think too. If you look back to to last year's opener when it was Timashav shore short Goche, like that shows you how much the lineup can change. Yeah, um, and Trevor Moore was in that on that team as well. So, um, you know, four guys changed between the first game and playoffs. I don't know if we're going to see that this year. I think it's going to be tough to scratch someone like Simmons or Tavares. Sorry, Simmons or uh, Thornton.
0: Example.
1: <laughs> I could see Barabana coming out. Maybe I could see maybe VZ coming out eventually, but you know, I think those guys are kind of tougher to scratch. You want to give them an opportunity, but yeah, and no, no reason to panic. I do think it was a very sloppy game by the Leafs. And I did think they got quite lucky. Um, you know, the, there was that really bad change on the penalty kill that led to the breakaway goal. There was that really sloppy too many men on the ice call, which you can probably blame like six guys for, right. um, you know, I don't know. It just it was it was just felt sloppy. I thought Tavares was kind of weak on that on that Josh Anderson one. Um, obviously, you had Bogosian taking some bad penalties. I don't know. I think they got a bit lucky. A you know Nylander's first goal is a bit weak, just a point shot. Didn't look like a screen. Just found the back of the net. Um, and then the BZ goal was off the ref, which was you know very fortunate. They also had the goal on the five on three where uh, you know that puck over glass, which was helped and they missed a they missed a couple calls on the Leafs too tonight uh Kerfoot had a high stick didn't get called and Dermott had a pretty obvious tripping penalty didn't get called so I actually thought the the refs were in the Leafs favor tonight I don't say that too often um but I or do never. think that you know Montreal is a good team as you said they're a very good five-on-five team you know that is a tough game um I'm just so happy we won because it means you know there's so much less pressure against Ottawa if you go one or two against Ottawa now it's you're still doing well. It's not a disappointment.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're we're still going to see some hot takes if they lose one of those games against Ottawa, uh, especially this early in the season when people have been saying that that team's going to be uh, down in the dumpster this year. But it's it's definitely just big to get these two points, especially going with a home-and-home home against Ottawa like Friday, Saturday. Like, if you, if you win both of those, which the Leafs should be kind of the heavy favorites for both of those, and we'll probably see Jack Campbell for one of them, which will be nice, um you know obviously you start off 3 and 0 that's that's really good so um question this, for you is is it already trivia time
1: no not trivia but it's just a question Then we'll get to trivia um so they're playing a back to back against Ottawa the first one's going to be Ottawa's first game of the season Tim Stutzler's debut who plays in the front half of the back to back would you start Frederick Anderson knowing that it's probably Matt Murray starting or would you go Jack Campbell off the bat
0: uh, I would give I would give Frederick Anderson the next one. I think he, he just, you know, just from him being on the Leafs for so long, you want him to be in a rhythm, like, you know, giving him a game and then sitting him and then giving him another game. Um, I mean, it's only game two, but I, I would... He, he got the win tonight. He played great, uh, especially in overtime. So give him the game and give Campbell the, the second game.
1: Okay, I'm on the same page, especially because they play Monday as well. So... I think you want to give him that extra day rest. So if you play him Friday, um, then he's got the weekend off, basically. plays Monday again. So I do think that's the call. Uh, Question two for this game. Will Tim Stutzla pull the Austin Matthews and score four goals? What do you think?
0: Uh, No, because that means that he would have to to let in four goals, which isn't unheard of, (laughs) but it's not going to happen on Friday or Saturday.
1: All right. I guess one more question here. Do you think there's any lineup changes in either of those games? The only thing I'll say is that they'd have to put Aaron Dell on waivers to do it. Or I guess the other one would be you trade Pierre Engvall, you can get a minimum guy, so like Travis Boyd or Adam Brooks, that'd be it. So it's either Dell on waivers or no lineup changes, it looks like. What do you think?
0: Well, can they put one of their scratch players in or no? No. Oh, it's nothing. eh? Um, Yeah, I haven't looked in a little bit, but... uh... I think there has to be a lineup change before Saturday.
1: They don't have a scratch player right now. It's Dell, that's it. So Yeah. I think he's going to be on waivers. I don't I wouldn't be surprised if Angvall gets moved here. It's going to be interesting. He's not even on the taxi squad.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's that contract really and just him not uh and the waivers thing, but um I think there's going to be a lineup change. I can't see them going with the same two line. Like like sooner or later something's going to have to happen, right?
1: Yeah. I think they'll give it a bit of a stretch. I'm just kind of curious with the back-to-backs. It's the first one, so maybe not. But, you know, they do play Friday, Saturday, Monday, which is three games and four nights. I wouldn't be surprised if by Monday, even if they keep the back-to-back the same lineup, I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to give someone a day off. Maybe Bogosian, he's older, maybe even Thornton. I don't know what the plan is for Thornton, but I wouldn't be shocked. Any last thoughts on, on tonight's game before we get into some tri- uh, quick trivia, Nick?
0: um well i'll make this comment about montreal i thought that i'm just gonna make a comment about their young players like i thought nick suzuki was great on both ends of the ice tonight Uh, Mm -hmm. obviously got the goal in the first period um he looked great he obviously walked morgan riley with that you know that's that bit of skill that we we know that his game is that he has in his game Uh, i thought romanov was great uh they played him quite a bit i didn't expect them to play him this much tonight uh but i thought he looked good and then the newcomer Josh Anderson looks he's he's just a leaf killer. Like every time he plays the Leafs, he he comes to play. Uh hometown guy. So um Montreal's gonna be a threat this year. You know, both you well, both of us had them in our, our top three. I had him as second, you had him as third. So like they're gonna be a good team this year. And if they they can get goaltending and, and some some more goal scoring than they did last year, certainly they're gonna be a, a top three team for sure.
1: Yeah, I agree with you completely there. All I- right. Did predict, I put up my North predictions on Twitter yesterday. I kind of changed them a bit. I put Montreal up to two because I do think they, they look pretty good, especially if they get the power play going. But Suzuki had six shots. Anderson had seven. Uh, they played together, had a great night. Uh, so, yeah, definitely an encouraging sign. Suzuki's a really good young player. Um, Romanov really surprised me how much he played. I'm just surprised they didn't play uh, Victor Mete, but I guess we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'm just a huge Victor Mete fan. Um, mm-hmm. But... You know, Nick, first place in the division. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good right now. We could just stop the season and, and proceed with playoffs. I think we're ready. No, no, um, we'll,
0: we'll wait for the two Ottawa games, then we stop the season.
1: Okay, okay. Unless they lose. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm hoping for a couple wins there. Um, okay, let's get to some. Let's get to some trivia here. It's pretty quick, but I want to ask you about the Leafs' first game of the season last year so it's 2019 october 2019 first question don't be looking anything up who did they play
0: last year was ottawa because i saw the replay today
1: oh man this is gonna be the worst trivia okay no no sorry no i saw
0: like i saw the replay of a matthews goal i didn't watch the whole game
1: okay okay good good (laughs) yeah that helps that helps the (laughs) trivia significantly yes okay (laughs) who scored the first goal ottawa or toronto
0: I would have just loved if I actually did watch the full game today. I <laughs> last...
1: <laughs> would have been ruined. <laughs> <laughs> really come up with questions on the spot. Uh,
0: who scored the first goal? Um, just team. let's go. Let's go, Ottawa.
1: You are correct. Twenty-five seconds in, it was Brady Kachuk from I believe Connor Brown.
0: Really, I do not remember that at all. That feels like, three like years ago. It like, does, but it was yeah. like the
1: worst start because tw- like literally the puck dropped and then twenty-five seconds a goal. It was just. And it's Ottawa, right? Yeah. Okay. Who won the game?
0: Um, the Leafs, because I didn't know the Matthews goal.
1: Okay, the Leafs did win the game. Who scored the first goal of the season for the Leafs?
0: Oh God, uh, this one I'm gonna get wrong. This is I'm literally shooting in the dark here.
1: Okay, you gotta go off the board. That's your hint.
0: Okay, I know, I, I know who their fourth line was because that fourth line. I still think about them sometimes in my nightmares. But I'm trying to think who else was on the team. Uh, Off the board. Was it... I'm going to go with one of the fourth liners. Shore? No, it's no way it was Shore.
1: You're close. It is one of the fourth liners.
0: It probably wasn't Gauthier, so I'll go Timoshoff.
1: It was Gauthier.
0: It was Gauthier.
1: Yeah, Frederick Gauthier. And then just the other goal... Matthew scored two, and he missed a hat-trick on the empty net, or he got kind of pushed in the net. Um, Trevor Moore scored the second goal, also not on the team. And Ilya Makayev, I believe it was, scored the, I don't know, if it was the third goal or the fourth goal. But Barry had made a really nice play on that goal.
0: I yes, I do remember kind of that spun goal. spun
1: around. So I, I just think it's kind of, a, I don't know, a warning to us not to read too much into the first game of the season. Whether it's VZ, whether it's Bagosian, whether it's Barabanov, we'll give him some time because if you look at the last, the first game last year, like you, you had Goche score, Trevor Moore score, who's got traded, um, and then you had that really nice play from Barry when everyone was kind of jumping for joy for him. So, including, uh, me. I guess it's a bit of a including both of us. I think. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's a bit of a warning. But Nick, great to get two points. We will hopefully get four points against Ottawa. I guess I'm going for three. Actually, let's leave off with this question, Nick. How many yeah. points do you need to be happy against Ottawa?
0: I'm gonna go three, but I'm ex- sorry, um, to be to be happy. Oh, that kind of throws it a bit different. Uh, to be happy, I'll say three. Um, I think five points in three games is pretty good of a start, but I'm expecting six. Uh sorry, six, four points on the weekend. <laughs> six, six points out of the three. That's how bad Ottawa is. Six points in two games it's it's soccer i'm going
1: three as well i'm going three as well um i think two i won't be too mad if they win just just split it anything less than two you'll it'll be a pretty big disappointment Uh, ottawa is better this year i just don't think they're i think they're still kind of the worst team in, in the division but thanks everyone for listening and we'll see everybody soon